What's up with it? It's your boy J2Times, and you are on another episode of Tea Time with Two Times. And today I have an amazing guest, literally saved in my phone as Fave, because that's just who the fuck he is. But what do you, do you want them? Jamar? Jamar. 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 Here he is. So we're going to give claps for Jamar. So yeah, we just basically, we just want to have tea time today. Tea time. Ooh, love that. I'm excited. So, we're definitely going to start off with a little game. Okay. So, let's get deep. So, definitely pull a card. So, we have Icebreaker and Deeper. It's mm. it's whatever you want to do. I'm going to say Deeper. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, the cards get pretty crazy. So, read it in your head first. And then, if you want to do it, then say it. They're spicy. <laughs> so if you want to do deeper or icebreaker. No, we're going to go deep. Have you ever slept with someone because you felt bad for them? Absolutely. Um, <laughs> but I have a theory. Can I say bad words on here? You can cuss. On, okay. It's me. Okay, okay, okay. So I have a theory. Um, Mom, if you're watching this, like, close your Like, ears. go past this part. Um, I believe that I have the right to, I reserve the right to unfuck anybody that I've ever fucked. And so um you can literally delete your wholeness. And people be like, no, the fuck you can't if I fuck you or something. No. No. One thing about no. it, I'm grown. Yeah. I am 27. Yeah. If you fucked me when I was like 21, you didn't fuck me. That didn't count. That didn't that happen. didn't count. So it's that simple. You never fucked me. It didn't count. What so, are we saying? What are we talking about? Yeah, I so I definitely unfucked this person. Um, it was actually a Christmas Eve fuck. <gasps> um so How I did that go? Did you get them a present? Uh, the present was me. Um, Period. You but, are the present, and it only lasted two minutes. So there's that. Um, so definitely wasn't a present. But I was like, oh, I feel so bad for you. And then like two pumps in, it was done. So oh, okay, great. Yeah, so since you went deep, I'm also gonna go deep. Okay, because we're not afraid of you know going deep, going deep, literally. Um, do you have news of yourself? Or others saved on your phone. Absolutely. News of myself, of fucking course. But you know what's crazy? What? I don't send news anymore. I think news are outrated. You know what the new thing is for me? What is it? FaceTime phone sex. I need... That is very mature. Very mature. I need to start doing it. Even if you screen record it, which I hope you don't. Uh, <laughs> FaceTime phone sex. FaceTime phone sex is the new thing. But wait, let's talk about these nudes. So... Yes. Um, do you send your news out for people to write? Um, so I never send my, I've shown my friends my news like in person. So I'm like, write these. Let's see if it's giving. And usually they give because I'm a giving ass bitch. Yeah. But it's like, I just want them for the nigga I'm sending them to. Last time I sent them, you want to know something? Let's be, if we're going to be completely let's honest. Let's go deep. Let's go deep. I sent, so I don't send them anymore. Um, there has been an exception. Hmm. Um, so there was an older gentleman oh. who I was entertaining. Okay. And I like how you made it classy, an older gentleman that I was <laughs> yeah. entertaining. Uh-oh, nigga. <laughs> but uh, older gentleman. Don't blame Mr. Charlie. Charlie. Mr. Mr. Charlie is just a man. And so you sent news to Mr. Charlie. I sent... <laughs> yeah. Uh -huh. I sent news to this old-ass nigga. And basically, um, I kind of, after I did it, I was like, damn, I see why I don't do this shit no more. Like, it kind of immediately gave, like, sent, 
But like, uh, that you know, you don't do something for so long and then you try to do it again and you like, that's why I don't hit that hoe no more. It gave like, hell no. See, I had a Mr. Charlie, uh, Mr. Charlie. Uh, I had a Mr. Charlie. And <laughs> uh, unfortunately, uh, Mr. Charlie didn't know how to like, you know, he was just an old nigga, you know? And yeah. so, like, Mr. Charlie would do things like send me back a dick pic, but it would be like, the dick pic would be like, if this is a dick, it would be like, just like the top of the dick. Like, so he sent you a tip pic. Because he didn't know, he didn't know how to send them. A tip pic. He didn't pic. know how to send them. I'm like, if you don't get this Motorola ra Razor out of here, you <laughs> send me dick pics from a Razor phone. Um, so, Unk, you can't. No, Unk better walk it out. Unk so. gotta go ahead and you just gotta see Unk in person. Yeah. And you know, old niggas be saying shit like, before you come over here again, stop by the store and give me a bag of smokes and a Coke. No. No, old, old niggas be saying shit like, yeah, because I'll jump up and down in you. You do what, sir? <laughs> what, the, what the fuck do that mean? <laughs> old niggas got stamps, though. Like, I, every, anytime I need to send any type of mail out, I would go to his house. <laughs> And be like, hey, I need to, I got to send these bills out. All niggas got stamps and they also have money under their mattress. So if you are in a rut financially, he will literally lift that motherfucking mattress up and get that $500 because it's always a good amount of money under that mattress. And he'll give it to you. And, you know, when I was younger, the thing why, like, all niggas like me because I looked younger. So then I was like, mm, that's kind of weird. Are you a right. Okay. It gives, like, borderline, like, uh. It gives, like, shady camp counselor. Yeah. But <laughs> why I loved old men is because they it, it didn't, la like, we would, the sex would be, like, five minutes. So, like. We didn't. You, I, I go to Papados. I get stamps, and then we only got to fuck for like five minutes. <laughs> Literally, I think older men are fuck. I used to have like there was. I went through like a time frame where I was like, I just wanna just experience older men because older men ha do have like a sex appeal and a mystique to me. And it's like, mm, and then it make it even better when they handsome when they older. And then like, okay, I used to mess with this one old man, and I went, I found him, and we well. Based on how we met, he we we were one time we were hanging out, and he showed me a picture of him back in the day. I'm like, well, shit, I would have slept with you back then too. So a win is a win. <laughs> a win. That was a like fucking a, win is a win. What is that? That was like a uh, a retroactive fuck. Yeah, it was like, oh shit, I can do this. I can do you in either time. I okay, I got a I got a uh, a throwback. Papa story real quick. Okay, love that. So I had been messing with this guy. I was like a junior in college. So I had been messing with this guy. And um, I came home for the weekend and my parents had this huge barbecue at their house. And when I walked in the front door, I was late. And so when I walked in the front door, the first person who I see sitting on the couch is the old nigga that I was fucking with. And I was like, how the fuck does this nigga know my mama? And so he... Worked. The way I fucking would have tried... So then I would have hit, do I hit the moment? flow. Then what do you do? Oh, hi, how you doing? I, I didn't even know. I, That's when you do this one. So I didn't know. Shake what, a good. And my mom was like, oh, you know, I don't. We know each other very well. I'm going to go to the back and get some potato salad. And that was it. So like, okay, so the million dollar question, was y'all still messing around after that? No. Because that would have kind of gave me like. Absolutely not. However, I did let him mail out some bills for me. <laughs> See, Great. stamps. Great. Right. Okay. Pull another card. Whichever one. Um, have you ever been arrested for what? Um, no. 
No, I have never been arrested. We've never been on that side of the law. No, but I want several people arrested. We want. What there camera are do I look into? <laughs> I want several people arrested. <laughs> this behavior that we have been seeing lately, social media and in person. Get the fuck. I want him arrested. I want you fucking out of here. Out of here. Call Olivia Pope. Call Olivia Pope. It's a scandal. No, literally. Call fucking Annalise Keaton. Oh, because she'll get on there crying. She'll get... The snot bubbles will happen. (laughs) The snot bubbles will happen. Will. Okay. Period. I don't think I'm going to go deep again. I'm going to have to go deep then, too. Okay, right, 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 right. Oh, my God. Okay, so... Are there any toys or props you would like to use in the bedroom? Me? Yes. So I have been um, definitely, I have never tried toys. Let's start there. Never. So afraid. Why? Um, I'm afraid. I feel like, I literally feel like I'm just so intimidated. Buy a so, toy? Buy a toy. Tell me your... Okay, let's unpack this. Let's unpack it right now. Um, I'm inti- I am intimidated by toys because I don't want to, like, rupture anything. Okay, can I give you some advice? Definitely give me advice because okay. that's what the fuck we're here for. So you don't have to use a penetrative toy. Um, hmm. Welcome to my TED Talk. Um, Very much so. That's why Jamar's on this episode. You don't have to use a penetrative toy. You can actually use uh, a toy that pleases your external organs. So something that concentrates on your penis, on your nipples, on your scrotum, um, on your perineum, which is what people call the gooch. Um, is that you better? <clears throat> listen, I listen, listen. I only serve you the water because I drank it first. Hello. So and th- it's great water. So let me tell you, one of my favorite ones, I swear by this. I bought this for my cousin as a wedding gift. I buy this for people all the time. I've had two of them myself. Candy, and I just, also, if we're, uh, Candy, I want you arrested if I do not get a cut. Because I tell everybody about this. It is a helping hand. Help If you're watching this, just click off briefly and then, or after the episode, go Google Candy Helping Hand. Bedroom Candy Helping Hand. It is, you enter into the bottom, it has a, a, you can come out of, your penis comes out of the top. It doesn't matter how small or large the penis is. Um, Inside, it's the motion of the ocean. Yes. Sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Um, uh, (laughs) Because, but it has ridges on the inside. It feels like you're either inside of a vagina or a mouth or an anus. And, or anal cavity and Bucci. Yeah. Or Bucci. Bo- a bus cat. cat. <laughs> and I like to use mine with uh coconut oil. So I use a little Okay, so oil. they say coconut oil, if you want, if you don't have any lube, that's like the best thing to use because it's all natural. It and like good. they say it's soothing and like it doesn't really cause any ruptures or tears. I think I just have to stop being a fucking Weenie Hut Jr. and go ahead and start using them. I I would say start start small and then graduate. That's what out. I wanted to do. But I I am not a fan of any type of anal play toys. Um. Oh, let's unpack this. Okay, so once when I was talking to uh, Mr. Charlie, uh, a uh, here's another thing you should know about the the Charlies of the world. Um, I was talking to his older brother Charles. Apparently. <laughs> Charles um, the second. Yeah. Um, and Fuck. he was having some impotency, impotence, impotency 
some performance issues. That, it it um, wasn't working. Impotent. And so um, he, we were like, you know, having foreplay. And he was like, well, I want to try something new. This man literally brought out a dildo that was like the size of the Eiffel Tower. And I was like, <laughs> who, who are you? Like, who do you, what? Who the fuck do you think I am? Because I'm young and in my prime. I may be young, <laughs> I fucking but I'm ready, If, but if not I fucking ready. use this, it's taking me out the game forever. <laughs> forever, <laughs> So I can't fucking do I this. I mean, he literally bought that hole. I was like, boom. And I was like, and what are we doing with that? <laughs> what are we? Because that's not what I signed up for. Let's remember what the fuck I signed up for. And I was like, nah, I'm good, big dog. I'm, I'm you know, I'm, nah, I'm straight, big dog. You want to go get some Wendy's? Um, so, anyhow... That's what happened with me. But I will say, back to the helping hand, it's really great. I I tell everybody this, too. The very first time somebody used it on me, the very first time somebody used it on me, I folded like a lawn chair. Like, I was like, <gasps> in half. <laughs> I folded like a lawn chair. The most intense orgasms I have ever had have come from those. And that was like on a Sunday night. I remember going to someone's house and this gentleman used it on me. We didn't, we only had, like, we made out. He used it on me, gave me a hand job, and he blindfolded me actually, gave me a hand job. And that was on a Sunday. When I went home, I got online and ordered it. By Wednesday, it was there. I remember getting off work. It was sitting at my front door. I literally locked myself indoors and I played with that hoe all night long. I used that toy so much that year that I broke it. And it is like a rubber. <laughs> like I literally fucked the hole through the toy and it already had two holes in it. You want to know, speaking of orgasms, I think I pass out during sex. Really? I'm dead the fuck serious. Can you tell me what your orgasms are like? I literally think I pass out. Like, I think, okay, so, like, when it's happening, like, when I'm getting penetrated, when it's happening, <laughs> I think, I, like, I do this thing where, like, I stop talking for a minute. Mm, and, like... I know that. But I, like, I, I truly uh, think... But then, now it goes into, like, a... I don't want to do it on fucking camera. <laughs> I literally go into, like, a... And any, hold on, anybody that I have had sex with, it is consent involved. So don't be like, they motherfucking yeah. trying to take advantage of, no, very consensual. No, I do this thing and like, for like five seconds, I'll be like, <laughs> I'll be like, <laughs> and I truly think I'll be like passing out or like my body is like. They call that dead on a dick. Ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. I be dead on the motherfucking dick. So, and it's that simple. So wait, when you give yourself orgasms, do you... I don't do that. Tell me more. It's when I, It's only when I get penetrated. And it's only when, like... Honestly, it's when I take the whole thing. Oh, so you don't masturbate. I do. I do. But I don't do that when I do masturbate. Oh, you don't. You don't I don't be dead. Out. Yes, it's only, like... When I am having sex with a guy, I, that happens. What about when you're getting fingered? No. I don't like getting fingered. You don't? No, I'm good on that big dog. Okay. I, you can dab my booty hole up, but I, <laughs> you're not about to finger me. I mean, hold on. If my husband is watching this, you are welcome to finger me. But, <laughs> but if um, you're not his husband, dap it up and wrap it up. You see how I did that? I like that. Yeah. Endorsement. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I'm not big on... I, I just... I don't know, but it's like, and you know what it is? I think it's because a uh, number of men that I have been with in the past have been with women, you know, because. Uh, and them niggas, okay, let's, let's do talk it. About let's, it. Let's, let's talk to it. Because that was already a part of the. We. Hold on, high five. Because you're hitting points that I was going to talk on. Yeah. 
So before we even go cry, you know what? Let's start. We're gonna put a pin in there okay, because it's gonna, it's gonna come. When I say it's gonna come full circle, it's gonna come full circle. Let's put a fucking pin in it, people. Okay, so <laughs> we are going to talk about literally views on relationships. Okay. That's gonna be the first thing. That's just bullet number one, because I have things for us to talk about. Okay. So, views on relationships. Mine has drastically changed over the years. Tell me what you're- When I say drastically, I mean drastically. So, before, like, pre-20s, so I'm 27 right now. So, I came out when I was 22. So, when I came out, um, I was a nigga crazy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Jesus. But, yeah, I was nigga crazy. Like, I was so boy crazy. See a nigga in the club, oh, he fine. Let me try. You know what I'm saying? Let me see what's up with that. Now, years later, I like kind of cringe. Really? At the thought of it. Because I see things. So now I don't put relationships. I used to be a person like, oh, I want a man so bad. I want a man. I want a man. I want a man. I want a man. I was so about a nigga. Like, that's what I was. And now that I'm grown, it's like a shift happened. Um, I want to say the the last of it left at 26. So, like, when I was 26, I was still a little boy crazy, but it wasn't, like, too bad. Oh, Jesus. The drinks. The drinks are making a comeback. The drinks huh? are doing The drinks, the drinks, the are, drinks drinking are doing you. good. The drinks are okay? drinking you. The drinks are doing me. The drinks are, are drinking doing me. You. So, I used to be like, I just need a man. I was just so wanting a man so motherfucking bad. And now that I have, like, things that I really want to do, and I put my focus in that, I truly can give a fuck about a nigga. I am a firm believer that what happens will happen. Like, what is meant for you is meant for you, and nothing can stop it. So the love of your life will meet you. It will happen. And it happens when it happens. And I'm not the type to rush that. So, right, I feel like relationships, them hoes, cool. I, fun fact, I've never been in one. It's okay. always been, like, fuck buddies or situationships. So... One, I love your your stance on like it'll happen when it happens, mm -hmm. and I wish that I had adopted that maybe like two years ago. Mm -hmm. So the I'm the opposite of you. You know, I've had like six, five or six heavy relationships, mm -hmm. um, and my views on relationship are not different. So I literally just unpacked this in therapy with my therapist on Monday. So my therapist said- We love a good black person that goes to therapy. Shout out to Gloria. Um, Period, glow, glow. Glow, my girl, glow. Period. Um, so what I did was actually, what she did, my, my assignment for the week is she taught me to make a flow chart of all the men that I had dated seriously recently in like, you know, past few years. And then under each man's name, initials put a lesson that I learned. And so today is day three of unpacking that. And so every morning I woke, I did the flow chart on Tuesday. Wednesday I did a guy and, and I wrote about it in a lesson and then a prayer after that. And so the lesson that I unpacked today mm -hmm. um, from one of my, yeah, from my last, my second to last relationship was that um, because he never, he didn't spend a lot of time with me. We would only date on Mondays. We go on dates on Mondays because of the type of job he had. Mm. And he was a great man, you know, pretty good provider, but um, the the lesson that I unpacked today was that um, I was yearning for attention from him because the attention that I lacked in my childhood. 
And that also kind of spilled over into some of my social relationships, some of my fraternal relationships. And so um, I'm learning. My therapist has really had me. I mean, I'm unpacking like I work for U-Haul this week. So, um, but- My bitch work for UPS, don't (laughs) I? So, but relationships, I um, I also now know that when people show you who you are, they are, you gotta believe them and take them at value. Say that shit. I do not yeah. do the whole, I'ma change this nigga, I'ma do this. I believe what Kay Michelle said. You cannot raise no niggas. You cannot raise no man. Like, he is literally already grown what you gonna do. Like, a man, A, has to change on his own. So my goal is to never change a nigga. But I think I do a great job at loving people for who they are. I don't do the whole, like... I see potential in you. So I'm just going to, like, I'm real being like, oh, okay, that's who this nigga is. Okay, so I wasn't. I was okay. the opposite. So in my last major relationship, um, I remember, and I always tell the story, we were on the second floor of my home, and it was like two, three months in, and I turned, we were, I don't know, we were in the game room, and I said, yeah, because I want children, I want to be married. I looked him dead in the face and said that, and he was like, oh, I don't want that. And I was like, oh. He didn't want children or he didn't want both? Both. He didn't want to get married or children. So what I said to myself was, if we're in love and we're going to be together for a long time, you're going to love me. You, Why would you not want that? That's a Yeah, like what? But I also that comes to, with love when it don't. Right. And I also had to realize, because I was blaming him for that eventually. As Beyonce said, I was playing victim and the villain at the same time. Oh, we love a good old nasty Beyonce quote. <laughs> So, Beyonce, don't sue me. So, um, we love you. We stand you. What I had to realize is that, like, I was expecting him to live up to an expectation that he told me from day one, I'm not doing that. Yes. But I kept being like, nope, the more you love me, you'll do it. You love me, you'll do it. You love me, you'll do it. And it'll eventually happen. And that wasn't fair to him. That wasn't fair to him. And by not being fair to him, I wasn't being fair to fair myself. Fair to yourself. Because I was staying in a relationship with someone hoping that we, I literally had planned this wedding, this destination wedding. And this nigga was like, shit, I'm about to go to the movies. Where you going? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I swear, And I've been there. So for me to say, like, even I'm like that now because of the experiences I had. I've been there trying to change a man. You can't. No. You can talk to a man for four years. Four. And he does not change. No, you know when you can change a man? When? When he's a senior citizen and is wearing a pamper. That's the only time you can change a man. You can and the other time him. and the other time his mama changed him. Yeah, because you are a man once and a baby twice. Hello. And sometimes these niggas in their 20s still be babies. These niggas, some of these niggas be babies forever. At 47. Let's talk I'm about it. I'm not mad. <laughs> he not mad. He At just ain't sad. Born October 3rd. <laughs> Period. I'm not mad. And he not mad. He just stating facts. Yes. Yeah. Somebody was born October. Somebody was born. And niggas born October 3rd every day, B. Yeah. 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 47. So I feel like with me, it's like, I'm never going to try to change a man because like I said, four years of that was full of shit. Me trying to do that. And then it's like, when you see like a pig, you're like, oh, he probably is changing. He going to change for me. And let's talk about it. We're going to go there. We're okay, just going to go there. Let's do it. We're literally unpacking it. I want the gay stigma of like, I want the I want us gays to be freed. Right. Us, we're freed. Mm-hmm. But I want, I was going to say baby gays, but even older gays still do this. Well, we need to be free from. We need to be free from thinking that we're eventually going to end up with our straight best friend. <sighs> We need to be free for that. And you know that is a huge thing in the gay community. I'm ready to go. You're ready to go? Ready not, to go. not it got crazy. God! We need to be freed from that. 
I went to therapy once already. Do we have to go again? <laughs> Are we here? Are we at therapy right now? But you know what? I'm a t okay. So let's. But I will say, I'm not saying that them best friends do not be. That if we're gonna talk about it, we're gonna talk about it. Let's open it up. Let's open it up. The best friends, yes. I'm gonna look. This is my camera, right? Bet. So, my thing is, yes, the gay friend may be experimental. The gay friend may be on the verge of being like, okay, I am gay. The the gay the best friend might even be gay. Like, I hope I'm saying best friend instead of gay friend. Was I saying gay friend? You, you know what you kind of reminded me of? When Jocelyn was like, if that's your baby, and that's your mama, <laughs> then your mama's the baby daddy. <laughs> no, that's what it gave. That's what the drink gave. Then your so. mama's the baby daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I'm fucking crying. We finna rewind in this motherfucker. Uh, okay. The best friend may be experimental. Uh -huh. The best friend may even want a little bussy every now and again. Mm -hmm. The best friend may even be DL. But baby, let me look you in the eye. Who watching this? One, if you one of the girls and you watching this. The best friend will never pick you. And if he does, it's never going to last, baby. And I have yet to see it last. Like... No matter what, I have yet to see that shit last. I'm not being funny. Now, relationships, DL relationships, engaged relationships, like, I've seen that happen. But I'm saying specifically as the best friend with the best friend scenario, I haven't seen that happen. And I want us free from that. And if we don't get free from that, I want everybody arrested. <laughs> so I have a theory. I have a theory. I'm here for walk it. Walk with me here. Don't put me on a leash. Just walk with me. <laughs> Period. Um... So I think what happens is when there's the heterosexual and the homosexual best friend or the queer best friend, um, I think that what happens a lot of times is those, the because I've been this person, I am the, the gay best friend and you're the heterosexual male best friend. The type of nurturing that I provide for you is the type of nurturing that women provide for you. And so you better say you're used shit. to that type of nurturing. And then the type of nurturing that you provide for me are the type of nurturing that the men that I date provide. So what's happening is because we as black men, uh, we are not rearing our young men to just be okay with having um, platonically intimate. And when I, I don't mean sexually intimate, but I mean like relationship intimate relationships with other black men, mm -hmm. we get confused and say, well, this guy did this nice thing for me or my homeboy said he loves me. So that must mean one of us is gay. We have to do this gay thing. And that's not true. Not and it. so I had a friendship where I was able to, uh, we were able to back out of that and then back into to friendship. And I'm so happy that- I, I love that. And, and, and one of us had to be okay with the relationship that we never got. Um, but I also think that sometimes we, in our gay culture, we romanticize, and in other cultures too, so let me be clear, this is not a catch-all, but I'm going to say me then. Let me just say, speak for me. I and we just talking about us in yeah, our experience, us. so I'm not going to do the whole, we talking about us yeah. in our experience, so that's what it is. I right. have romanticized those relationships. I've rom I've, I can say what I just said because I've been there. Same. I have been there. That shit is real, and that shit will literally mind fuck you. It's not gonna mind fuck him, baby, because no. he already knows he's not gonna pick you. He's gonna wanna do his own DL thing. He's gonna wanna mess with you and have his cake and eat it too, and mess with the girlies. He is gonna do that regardless. I'm talking about you, mm -hmm. and I'm looking at the camera because, girl, I'm talking about you. And the thing is, I had to get out of that shit. That shit is real, but. I think another part for myself is I had to take ownership. Like I had to- I took complete myself, ownership. Yeah, yep. I had to ask I agree. myself, like, what was I 
Like, what am I seeking here? Um, and then where can I draw the line? Where's the boundary? Like, what is Jamar doing? Um, and then I also have to draw boundaries for that friend. Hey, you same. Can't, you can't call me this late. You can't oh like, you know, like same. when I when I go get a pedicure, you don't need to see my toes. Like, what like what is this practice here? Cause niggas like feet pics. Do. <laughs> don't play. <laughs> and that's why I'm literally saying, like, to the girlies out there, and I'm talking about the G. In LGBT, the girlies. Um, when I say that in real life, it's like, yes, like I said at the beginning, he might be all of those things, baby, but you live your life. Yeah. He doesn't. So y'all are already on two different pages with that. Mm -hmm. So with that being said, it's like, you're literally, you might see it as a good thing, but right now you're putting yourself in horrible emotional turmoil. I will tell you one even better. I have a friend in real life, <laughs> and bitch, no, this ain't me. Cause I be thinking sometimes people say they got a friend. It's a friend it's like, bitch, it's you. Sometimes I say it's a friend and it's me. I would be you. It never. If I say it's a friend, it never be me. Cause I, I feel like I would tell like if it's me, then I'd be like, bitch, it was me. But I literally have a friend. <laughs> it be you. I literally have a friend who was in a relationship with this with his DL best friend, and. The best friend, they even got down to the point where they had sex. And at the end of the day, when it was time, when the DL, it was time, my friend made the boy pick. When he picked. He picked the girl. Yeah. And married her. Yeah. Every story ever. Let me tell you something. Now, this isn't me, but I, I every story ever, every, and and <laughs> them stories be crazy. And then what's crazy though on the other end is that, and and I think that people are allowed to be queer. Like you can be, I believe, yeah. this is me. I believe in sexual fluidity. Um, I may not always practice it, but I believe in sexual fluidity. So like he could marry that woman, in my opinion, again, this is my stance. He could marry that woman and have been with that guy and still want to be with her and that'd be it. You know what I'm saying? Right. He reserves the right to be that person. But what I think sometimes is happening is that women are marrying men that still go back and dip in the dip in the pool. Um, but you know, when, but you you taking a full swim in this ocean, but you over here dipping in the higher regency kiddie pool. But that has nothing <laughs> to do with <laughs> that has nothing to do with nothing to do with. Just know it won't be me. <clears throat> yeah, like I thank God I'm now. Like I said, I have been in that situation before. And I had to get out of it because shit got crazy. Then you get to confessing your love. You know we done all been. <laughs> Listen, one you get to confessing your love, bitch. And then I'm going to let y'all know now. I'm going to say it. You confess your love. Uh, it ain't going to work out how you think it's going to work out, player. You think you're going to confess the love. Y'all going to live happy, happily ever after. Run off in the sunset. Bitch, me. And I'm talking to the girlies. Me. I'm going to let y'all know now. Bitch. Go in the sunset with somebody else. Go in the sunset with somebody else because he going to say some shit like, damn, it ain't even like that. I wasn't even trying to be on all that. I wasn't trying to. It's like, but you know, you just said some crazy. Like, you know, we was on FaceTime. We fell asleep on the phone together, babe. Like, huh? You know, the old me would have been like, let me send her all these receipts. The old me don't even do. do, do I feel like the old me was... A girl, I mean, was stupid. 
Yeah. <laughs> Let me just get straight to it. But the great <laughs> thing about this, that what I'm so glad about is um, all the lessons that we have learned from this. And I think as black... It's, say it. As black gay men, it is our responsibility to, like, I feel like for the younger gays to for the older gays to to educate the younger gays in real life they don't have to go through what we went through because what we went through now and what i love about them now they're way more open than how we grew up mm -hmm. they're so fucking they be in school like this is my boyfriend and you be like girl i couldn't even say that you know until i was fucking 25 <laughs> i i came up during the time so for those of you who are watching i will be 40 at the end of this year so I came up during a time when Period. it wasn't okay for you to be like gay. Like I was in college in the early 2000s, like, you know, trying to fit. I had a girlfriend when I came to college. I was going to elope. Period. My Don't play. My boy had a little cat too. What the fuck I you talking a, about? <laughs> I had a Don't girlfriend. Play. I had two girlfriends in college. And I remember sophomore year being like, ooh, if this don't work, I'm going to go to these niggas. As soon as that didn't work out, them niggas was like, here we are. And I was like, <laughs> they like, we niggas. love you more. Hey, niggas. Hey, <laughs> um, niggas. I think it was, it's our responsibility um, to educate and to to share the lessons. But again, I came from a school where, um, speaking to the point we talking about they're competent now, I came from a time where like, it wasn't okay to be. We both did. Yeah. That shit was not okay. I went to, I was in high school, in, in middle school and high school in the early 2000s and like, no, that shit was not okay. When when you did some, let you do one, th one thing wrong. You guy, you guy, I swear to God, you oh guy, he guy as hell. And it's like, damn, all I said was okay. Yeah, but the crazy thing is the boys, <laughs> the boys who were making all the gay allegations are the same niggas that was doing like slap slapping ass in the locker room and imaginary humping each other. And it's like and jack off sessions together. It's like your curiosity looks different from mine. That's that's a word. Put that on a shirt. I'm going to wear the shirt next looks week. different from mine. Your curiosity is different from mine. I love that. You just displayed yours in a more playful, straight manner when I lived in my truth and got shunned for it. Yikes. That's really what the fuck it is. You hear that, Keiston? Oh, wait. I edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to do a beep. No, don't edit that out. What's up, Keiston? Period. I also saw you like my picture today. Come <laughs> <laughs> on, Keiston, call him. Don't call me. Please don't, don't call me. Don't. Never mind. Don't do it at all. So, okay. You ready for the real combo? Okay. Okay. These trash-ass dating apps for our community. <laughs> <clears throat> the dating apps. So I want to say the dating pool has pee in it, but I'm also convinced it got a little shit in it too. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm convinced. That's I'm just convinced because what? What am I seeing? What? What am I seeing on these apps? Okay, so I often say this about again. I'm I come. I'm a little. Uh, I guess in this point in the game, I'm like a. Like a senior gay, maybe I'm, I'm a mid-level gay. Um, you like a level two? Yeah, I'm level, a level three. Level two, yeah. level two, level three. So I remember in my twenties being might on, be ten levels. <laughs> I remember <laughs> my twenties being on like um, Adam for Adam and like uh, Black Gay Chad and um, later on like Tinder, Grinder, all those things. But what it is is, you it, please, yeah. can I get a re? Yeah. Re re yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're not the fuck with me. That sounds so good. You're not. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So anyway, um, on these on these gay dating apps, though, I feel like because we like you know if you're straight or heterosexual or however you identify that's not queer, you have like 
Christian Mingle, blacksmeat.com, like uh, there's like a Mormon's meat, a single it shall meat. Is. There's all of these separate things, but for us, there's like one app, right? So like, especially for the black guys. Right. So you'll scroll and be like, dick pick ass pick, Bible verse, dick pick ass pick, Bible verse, dick pick <laughs> dick ass pick. Dick pick ass pick shadow. Do you <laughs> You'll be like, girl, is we doing this for real? Like, we come on this house to live our life, and you and this house talking about DM me to unlock. DM me to unlock. Ah! My favorite one, though, is when they have their Instagram profile in their profile. I just go straight to their Instagram. Jamal, please. Not unlock. Trade for trade. Trade for trade. I send a pic. You send a pic. Girl, why I got to do all that? Why the fuck do I have to do all of that? If you DL, bitch, they need to make a DL app. But wait, I'm sure they have one. And if they don't, no, I don't want to copyright that. But I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you the real dating app. Lean in close. This is my camera. Welcome to my TED Talk. The real dating app. Are you all ready? Can I get a drum roll, please? How long? Because what the fuck? You ready? Instagram. And there the fuck you have it. That is the real dating app. The last three men that I, two, three men that I have been with, I met them on Instagram. Yeah, I feel like I meet niggas on Instagram. And this is so And weird. it's so like not nasty. Yes. Like that's what I like about it. Yeah, it's like not, it be like, I wanna, you cute, but then when I swipe another picture, you got a dick pic, and then I swipe another picture, you done bent over and shot me your motherfucking. Uterus. That's <laughs> <laughs> the uterus. Yeah. This nigga done showed me his goddamn the inside of his coochie, and I can't even do what the fuck I want to do. Uterus. This nigga <laughs> that is getting me tonight. Your uterus, boy. <laughs> That's funny, bro. This nigga done bent over like, sir. Why you can't just have a cooler picture of you at the club? Wearing a fly-ass outfit, taking a picture, being cute. I don't want to have to go on there and be like, that. and then, bitch, read the description. The descriptions make me cr I think we literally, I think you can get an STD through the descriptions. What? The descriptions be like, yeah, flip you over, hit it from the back. You're going to suck this dick. If you ain't doing none of that, bitch, don't fucking even say hi to me, ho. Or, or here's the worst one. No fats, no fems. No fats, no fems. No, your mama's fat, though. Your mama fat and your daddy is a film. <laughs> oh, that's a shirt. Your mama fat and your daddy <laughs> bitch, is a film. your mama fat and, and your, your daddy, daddy is a, a film. film. And you always talk about no, no fats, no, no fems. And, and they raised you. So basically you saying, don't be my mama don't or my daddy. Don't be my daddy. mama or my daddy. <laughs> but I want to be your daddy. Exactly. <laughs> they like, I don't want no feminine men. I don't want no fat men. And it lets me know that like our culture is so like, it's like, are we really, are, is this what we're doing? So let me ask you this, when we talk about feminine men, when we're in the bedroom, well, how do you identify, like what's your sexual role? Um, Feminine. No, I mean like- are you Bottom. Like a, okay, are you like a, a power bottom? Mm, no, nah, I just- a, You like a submissive bottom? No, nah, I like, uh, uh, I'm starting to get, so I like a masculine man. I like a masculine man, but I'm starting to get in my era where, like, if a nigga is averse, like, if he do both, even if he get hit, I wouldn't mind, like, a nigga who gets, who's averse to hit me. Would you fuck him, too? No. Really? Mm-mm. What if he was just like, please? No, I'd be like, no. <laughs> so, so, if, I'm, I'm just thinking, like, 
when we talk about no fat, have you ever been with a man that said like he didn't like feminine men or but then got with you or when you like when you're in the bedroom, he really wants you to like turn it all the way up to bitch you out. Yes. Yeah. That'd be the weird thing. It's like you say Nick, I feel like niggas are capped, period. I say that because niggas will say they don't like that and then they'll sleep with what they don't like. Mm. So it's like, what the what the fuck is you what are you saying right now? Why did you why did that even come out your mouth? I didn't ask you to say none of this, babe. Let me okay, what's the most feminine thing a man has ever asked you to do in the bedroom? Say that's my uh dish your pussy. That's it? Yeah, that's it for me. But I would I would say that if he didn't ask. <laughs> <laughs> so he never asked you to wear like panties or nothing like that? Mm-mm. Okay. You've been asked to wear panties? <laughs> No judgment. If you've been asked to wear panties, I you gotta put your big grown girl panties on. I'm too big to be wearing panties. <laughs> I, I, I was like, my nigga, these is drawers. I was like, Trojans and my boxers on. I don't know what to tell you. Oh god, I'm not wearing no panties. I had a nigga that was like, yeah, I'm about to, buy, I'm gonna buy you some panties, and brought them to my house and had like several panties. Was that like, if he was giving Walmart, he need to be? No, risk. they were like expensive Victoria's Secret. Like panties, panties, and I was like, "Who? First of all, my dick is too big to even be going in the front of these panties. <laughs> like, what? what are we even? What? You, what? What the fuck is? What is I'm doing with this dental floss? Listen, when I put them panties, it, <laughs> it was like, like, like what? The, what the fuck? What is happening? You, it's not giving panty effect. It's not doing what you thought it was gonna do visually, baby. <laughs> it was like when you moving and you get a box and the stuff be ready to fall out the box. That's what the front of it was giving. Then you kind of tape it a little bit so the stuff don't fall out the box. Yeah, I was like, Ooh, no, I, just, I got too much meat. It's like no, because basically the thing is, because period, because the thing is like. These are my, like, the no fast, no films get me. And it's like, why no? I feel like it's it's somebody out there for everybody. So I feel like niggas really just be trying to seem cool. Like, no fast, no films. So all of y'all, y'all just want just this big old masculine man, and it be two of y'all. And it's like... But some people like that. Some people do like that. I know somebody who like... One of my friends like that. But here's the thing, though, right? Like... Shout out to Hedy. <laughs> I'm here with you. That's my friend. I, what, not name dropping. Um, what I do appreciate though is men, black men who are like, um, like the masculine men who likes the feminine man, and they they want to be out in public together, right? Love that. But I also like I used to really be like leaning into the to the bottom role, and I would still qualify. I don't even like to say I'm a bottom anymore, right? Like I just. I'm a man who loves men and who wants to be with a man. Because if my husband is like, it's 31 days in a month and like three of those, he want to take some dick, I'm going to give it to you. Period. And I'm going to fuck you down. A king. You're a king. I'm going to fuck you down. You're a fucking king. The crazy part is, I feel like I like, so I like the role I play. Mm. I like me being, and then I don't ever want it to get confused that bitches be like, so do you, because you know, you got the ignorant bitches who like, so like, do that mean you want to be a girl? I don't want to be a girl. Mm -hmm. I actually love and find power in being a feminine black gay man. Mm -hmm. And I love that for me. Like, and if you really, really know me, yeah, I give feminine, but I feel like I also give like, I feel like even when you are feminine, you still can give both. Like, you still, in a sense, like I still, it's times like, 
I don't know. I just don't feel. But I like playing. I like playing into, not playing into, because I don't play into shit. This is really me. This is my life. Because bitches will take your words and twist them. I like the role I do in the bedroom as well. I think what I don't like about, especially being around heterosexual black men. You finna touch on what I was just finna say. Cause with my feminine energy, I feel like some niggas want me to be their mama. Bitch, I ain't your motherfucking mama. Or they want you to be a woman all the time. Like, all the time. Like, even like, oh, I, we're all planning a trip. Can you plan the trip? I had a nigga tell me if he was gonna come over, I was gonna cook. Look like you ain't coming over, baby. Yeah, no. Never. <laughs> Cause cook what? You better ask your motherfucking mama to cook. Your mama's a fat and your daddy's a fam. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the motherfucking day, ask your mama to cook. Bitch, I'm not here to raise you. Or like, I hate when straight niggas be saying shit like, yeah, you women do it. Who the fuck? Cause I, I had one time, I went to my friends. This is crazy. One of my friends, it's a friend that I met through. Okay, I went to one of my homeboys parties. And one of his friends, I kid you not, right hand to the man, his friend was like, there she is. Mm. Okay, do I know that girl? Yeah, but like, bitch, there she is. <laughs> like, I'm, and I'm cool. I'm one of them friends, like, I'm cool with, like, me and my friends call each other girl. Like, I'm fine with that. Like, that's okay. But, like, I truly feel like they're, like, straight niggas see gay dudes as feminine. I had one of my friends... Literally, one of my homeboys was like, I truly... See it was funny to me. Like, I didn't take offense to it, but I was like, you know, I just still... I feel like I'll... say this. I know what you about to you say. You know what I'm finna say. I see you as a little sister. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> same friend! <laughs> Not the same... Same girl. Same friend. <laughs> see me as a little sister. But, you know, I think all... I'll fuck you like a big brother. <laughs> How about that? How about that? Uh, bro, I tell you, like, my thing is that I, st I just think all straight niggas are stupid. That's me. I literally think straight niggas are Even the smart ones, I'll be like, these niggas are stupid. Okay. I love them. Like, I have my, most of my, I have a lot of straight, I would say most of my male friends are straight. And they know, I love y'all. I feel like y'all a little stupid. But I still love y'all. Ain't no love lost. So here's I don't I don't feel I I have a lot of intelligent straight black men. Oh the, no, they're very intelligent. Like I love them. I love y'all down. They're willing to a learn. But so let me ask you this: If I'm a straight man, right, and mm -hmm. I hear like when you're like me and my friends call each other the girls, right? What is it? What is it? Is it like how like me and my friends can call each other the girls, but you can't call us the girls? Like I can call you a nigga, but a white person better not call me a nigga. Is it like that kind of thing? You know, yeah, it kind of gives that. And if the nigga be like because. Like, yeah, I, that was a great, that was good. That was good. Like, cause it's like, girl, if I'm talking to one of my homegirls or one of my gay homeboys, we having girl time. And then it's like, you like, yeah. Now, if you trying to shoot, I ain't, I ain't mad at it, you hear me? If you trying to shoot and you like, yeah, girl. Or like, if you trying to insinuate I'm a girl and you trying to shoot, I ain't gonna be mad. But bitch, if you ain't shooting that motherfucker, what? I'll fire your ass up. <laughs> Real. <laughs> Fuck. So it's like, okay, cool. But yeah, the little sister was crazy. But you know what's even crazier? Yeah. These dating apps. So it's going to go into like, so let's go date, let's go back to older men. Mm. I got liter literal hat fished. Hat. <laughs> this nigga hat I am a victim of being hat fished. <laughs> I'm not strong. I'm a victim. Do you hear me? 
of being catfish. And my thing is, it was on the dating app. This nigga cocked his head. I didn't know the hat had so many angles. He did. How do you do a slideshow of five different angles of a head? Like, how? We will rebuild. You survive. <laughs> you survive. We will rebuild. Like, how? And then, so I'm like, okay, so he sends me a picture. He cute. But then, bitch, I go to his house and right hand to the man. He looks like one of my college professors. He just took off the hat and was bald? He took off the hat and was old as fuck and didn't look nothing like y'all motherfucking bitches. Wait, really? Okay, here's the trick. This is why if you meet a nigga online, you got to FaceTime him. And you know the app we talking. Can we say the app we talking about? I don't What's think the app? What's the app? Jack. Jack. Oh. Yeah, but you, you can FaceTime on Jack now. Oh, can you? Yes. You can video record on it. Wow. I haven't been on Jack in like two years. I didn't know that. Uh, I haven't been in a year. And literally last year, I was able to record. Because somebody definitely was like, that ain't you. And I was like, I record. They was like, send a video if it's really you. And I was like... It's me. And I was like, oh, she. Well, now that you're J two times, you don't even need the apps because they're going to come for you. You know? And you know, DMs are open. So a bitch ain't never mad at that. That's cool. But like I said, and you know what? Let's talk about, since we just speaking on the DMs, open and shit like that, let me put this out there. My family, friends, and business come first. The nigga come second. There it is. So know that if you are, if you ever try to shoot, that's what comes first. You're gonna come second. Uh, my businesses and shit I got going on, you're gonna come second to that. And if I come second to yours, I'm in that, I'm in that realm. I'm in that realm where if we come second to each other, like if you have a business, I have a business and I'm going hard, and you're going hard too, and like we still manage time for each other, I am fine with it. So I kind of have a different theory on that. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Two things. When I was a teacher, I used to only want to date teachers. For real? Yeah, because they under we had the same schedule, right? To your point a little bit. That's smart. We had the same schedule. You knew what I was, you, you, you had the spring break when I had the spring break. You was tired at eight o'clock when I was tired at eight o'clock. You had like a 40-minute conference. You know, like I felt like we spoke the same language so we could understand each other. Pretty mm -hmm. successful. But now that I retire from education. My thought is in the past five, four or five years has been like, maybe not that my my businesses come second or my partner comes second to my business, but for myself, I'm learning more of a balance. Mm. So like, <clears throat> like in my last relationship, every Thursday night was date night. And we also knew that on Friday nights, we would either spend the night together or do something together and then Saturdays. But then like the other days was reserved for like business, fraternity, work. So I'm learning more of a balance because I think for me, um, if I, in the partners that I've been when I'm like, my business just come first, my nigga. Like you, you just a nigga. You got to get on and lay down. Fuck you. When I said that, that automatically turned on their defenses, right? And sometimes we can scare away a good person by um, using verbiage that is like defensive language. But I'm, I'm not disputing what you're saying. I'm right. saying for me, I've had to learn a balance. Right. And because I manage so many businesses and I do so many things, okay. I'm, like, I'm having to learn the balance. And and what I learned is when I meet a man up front, I'm not bragging on my credentials, which again, black people, it's okay for us to brag. But I definitely okay for us to brag. What? I'm not bragging on my my credentials. What I am saying is I do this, I do this, I do this, and I do this. 
So I have to pencil you in. I won't even say pencil, but like, do you think that this is something that you can? Are you okay with this? Or you know, I'm willing to if we decide to take it to the next level. Let's develop some schedules. I'm real big on calendars and schedules and checking. You in. are like a vi- a well organized person. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You are. You're very huge on that. It's the God in me. Period. Mary. Did Mary? you? You Mary, don't Mary. know how much I'm just trying Mary, to explain. Mary, Did you see the high? I sighed. I saw. Sign him. Shackles. Right the fuck. Release me. <laughs> Release him now. Release me. Release him right now because, and you want to know what I also want to release? What? We're just going to talk about it. We're here. We're going to talk about it. I want to release gays that are not out. To Ooh. stop being get jealous of gays that are out. Ooh. That's we, tough. That's tough. That's a good one. And we know, me and you know firsthand that that is a thing within the community. The ones that are like closeted or like they just have some type of hate when it's like, girl, we not hate. We just living, we just having fun, bitch. And it's like, we go through the same shit, but you just have not reached the point that I'm at. But all because you haven't reached the point that I'm at, that don't mean you have to throw salt on the game or, you know what I'm saying? Do you think it's because our black community still, in some places, doesn't make it okay to be a black gay man? Yes. Mm. But then, then, this is where, what I'm finna say, this is personal. This is just me personally. This has nothing to do with Jamar. I feel like you gotta break out of that shit. And this is just straight up. I grew up with parents that didn't play that shit. Household I grew up in, my parents did not play that shit. This is crazy. I am really talking about this on camera. And I'm fine with that. And we've talked, me and my parents have talked through that. And we have definitely a great relationship because we have conversations with each other like this. So it's really crazy that I'm talking about this. I really feel like it comes a point in life where you have to choose you. Not no fucking body else. Can't nobody else live your life but you. So whether you like dick or booty, live your life. Like, cause you'll you'll fucking die without living it to the fullest and you'll be looking crazy as hell. So my thing is live your fucking life, even if you are scared. Cause there was times where I was scared. I was scared having to come out to my fucking parents. Mm. Cause I had parents, I didn't have the, I didn't have the parents that were like, you know what I'm saying? And this is not shitting on my parents, because my parents are fucking amazing. Point blank, period. I'm just saying the times that they grew up in, and I learned this just by having conversations with them. The times they grew up in and the times I grew up in, like they were still, they were taught like this is wrong. You don't do this. And now I feel like ever since I came out to my parents, we're even closer because they're two amazing individuals who had who relearned their thinking, mm. which is what people have to do. And you have to, it, it came a point where I said, like, you know what? If my parents don't accept me. I have to accept myself. I love that you said that. And I, I want to share mine because you shared yours since we deep. Deep as fuck. Um, I at, I'm 39 um, and I came out. So somebody asked me last year, when, what was your coming out story? When did you come out? I was like, I feel like I come out every day. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like as a black gay man, you come out every day. Mm-hmm. Like there are people that you know in your community who know that you're gay. It's it's I'm on I have a social media platform. My my team knows that I'm gay. Like there's no secret that I'm gay. Mm-hmm. But um I feel like when I the closet was always open, um, 
or maybe I was like adjacent to the closet in some parts of my life, but I never was like, no, I'm not gay. Like, I love women. Like, I was never like <laughs> women, 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 women. <laughs> 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 yes. Um, so I remember like coming out in college and coming out, like I came out at different stages of my life, coming out in college, coming out as a teacher, coming out like, you know, in my first community job that I had after teaching in 2018, that was the first time because I worked at a company that they were LGBTQ plus affirming. So that was the first time I, like my boyfriend would like send me tips, treats to work or like come to events with me. But, um, when I was in eighth, seventh. Sixth, seventh, eighth grade, my, we were at my grandmother's house, and my cousin said to my mom, Deborah, you know, you just let Jamar do anything. Like, he can do, because I was a good kid. And she was like, Jamar could come home and say that I'm gay, and you'd be cool with it. She was like, uh uh, you have to get out of my house. And I remember in middle school thinking to myself, and that's crazy, you still, y'all, that shit you say, kids, I still remember all the little small shit it, that my parents used to say too. So I said to myself that in that moment, if I decide, because I was still toiling if I wanted to be gay or not, which was a great selection for me. Um, if I decide to be gay when I'm older, my mother will be the last person to know. So I have been in relationships where I've almost been married to men twice. Um, you know, going through the pre-adoption phases. I mean, like serious stages of relationships. And I said to myself, um, my mother will be the last person to hear anything. And I mean, out loud to everybody, right? Mm -hmm. At 38 years old last year, I was working out and I called my mother because my team and I, at Officially Out the Record, we decided that I would share my gay story. Not that I was in the closet, but we talked about everybody else's truth. I remember that. It was a four-part series. Yeah. And then we did a post. And, and I was a part of it. And you were. And <clears throat> I remember we did a whole campaign and my mom, my aunt called me and was like, Jamal! We always had loved you. And we had always, we knew you was little, you was a special. We had nudie. We love you. And it's always acceptance. I was like, all right, girl, I, I've been gay. We just posted it on my on my team's on my on my channel. Okay. So then I was like, well shit, if my aunt knows, everybody in, knows. In five minutes, my mom. My mama gonna, gonna know. So I called my mom and I was like, Mom, I just wanted to have this conversation. Like, I don't. Like, I don't think we've ever had language to it. I know you knew. You probably already knew, right? right. But we and, never and I wasn't solidified it. it. But like, I just wanted you to just overscore that I'm gay. She was like, oh yeah, like I had knew that. Okay, cool. And then she was like, so did you tell your father? Uh, my dad has known for like a million years. And she was like, why was I the last to know? And I was like, well, because you made some disparaging comments in my youth and I made a commitment to myself that you would be the last person to ever know my truth that mm -hmm. I would talk about it with. And she was like, and so I had to let her sit in that silence because she had to own that silence because that was some thing, sis, this is your meal, eat it. Yeah, I can say my parents did a great job at owning everything they said and like being like, we are sorry. My daddy did, and my, my mother, my parents are literally fucking amazing, point blank period. My daddy did an amazing job. And like, we sat down and we cried and it's really hard for me to cry. We sat down and cried and literally we just, he explained where he came from, I explained where I came from. And my daddy fucking loved me. Like, and my mama, same thing. And it's like, they, what you just said, like sitting in it, understanding what you said and how hurtful it was for real. Like, that's what they did. And they did a great job at doing it. And I'm glad I have parents that I can have open communication with. My dad, <clears throat> he is always trying to affirm me that he's a cool dad. <laughs> and so my dad is like, son, Same. you know, I, I'm a cool dad. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm cool with whatever you want to do. He asked me a couple months ago, he said, so can I ask you a question? How does this butt stuff work? <laughs> I was like, what, daddy? He was like, yeah, like, you know, I'm just cool. I'm just trying to 
figure out the butt stuff. Uh, how do you, how do you? And I was like, Dad, I have an orgasm the way, the same way that you do. And he was like, What does that mean? I put my mouth on genitals the same way that you do. And he was like, You know what? That's it. I'm good. All right. He's like, Thanks, son. Yep. Thanks, son. Scrap it up. <laughs> oh God. But yes. I fucking loved every bit of this episode. Me too. I had a great time. Thank you for having me. You're literally so fucking welcome. I, I'm literally speechless because I want to know I'm like basking in like, we really just did this. I want to tell you something. I thought about this on my drive over here. I want to continue to affirm you. I am strong because you are strong. I feel like you are unapologetically yourself. And in times and all the years that I've known you, and I'm like, should I do this thing? Should I be this guy? Like, even down to the fact that, like, when you carry a purse or when you mm-hmm. twerk on Instagram or mm-hmm. when you just present as how you are, like, mm-hmm. I think that you 100% being your unapologetic self allows me to be my unapologetic self, allows other Black gay men to be our unapologetic self. The fact that you wear so many hats and you represent gayness in so many forms you are like an array of gay and i love it this is so fucking crazy what the fuck this is crazy so i received everything you just said um i was not expecting you to say that i love that because oh i'm gonna say this and we wrapping this bitch up because i will not get emotional in this motherfucker so i do that because i feel like i owe it to my younger self oh I owe it to my younger self that, like, you couldn't do none of this when you were younger. Mm. You were robbed of this. Mm. You were robbed of being able to be yourself because you were like, oh, I can't be gay for real. Or I can't do this because they're going to think this. I'm unapologetically me because I owe it to my younger self. And I owe, and I want to be an example. Like, even people, they don't know me. Look, you can do this on Instagram. You can do this. You can say this. You can be you. And it's okay. And don't give a fuck what nobody think. I love that. So you affirming me just helped me understand that my personal mission, I it's, it's, it's moving in the right direction. You're living out your mission. You're mm-hmm. living in your truth. And your truth is allowing others to be in theirs. And I think that is, a, that is a, the gay payback. You are paying back the young J2 times. Period. And if you take nothing else from this outside of that, I also want you to take from this. Your mom is fat and your dad is a femme. <laughs> you hear that, Reginald? Do you hear that? You for you niggas out there, we letting y'all know. If y'all niggas say no fats, no femmes, yeah. you letting us know that your mama, your mama is, is a fat, fat and, your, and your, daddy your daddy is, is a femme. Period. You hear that, Reginald? You hear it. So thank you for tuning in to Tea Time with Two Times. And Jamal, let them know where they can find you and let them know, you know. You can find me at um, at officially OTR on Instagram, officially out the record where we tell the black truths of the black community. Um, we have a bi-weekly webcast. It's an Instagram webcast. We go live. And then also every Monday we have Meet Him Mondays where I talk about my life. So please follow, tune in, become a friend and a fan or a cousin as we like to call it. And I'm so grateful. Thank you for having me. You're so welcome. And you're going to come back just so you know I'm going to have you again. Boom, boom. Because it was still stuff we didn't even get to touch on and we're going to touch on it in, in part two whenever we have it. Touch! So like I said, thank you for tuning in with Tea Time with Two Times and we'll see you next time. Da, 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 da. Do you have like exit music? That could be the exit music.